Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. Mental health issues among college students have been on the rise for decades, and the pandemic only made things worse. One way some California colleges and universities are trying to address the challenge is with outdoor wellness programs. A source of my mental health issues during the pandemic was almost no connection with nature. I think it's just part of the human nature that people need to be connected with nature in some ways. At San Diego State University, one green outdoor space where students can find peace between classes is a place known as the Turtle Pond. How do outdoor wellness programs and green spaces help students? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stavely. On the campus of San Diego State University, there's a small corner of nature with trees, hammocks, slack lines, and a pond full of koi fish and turtles. Natale Canapa first found the turtle pond during his freshman year. I walked past it on my way to one of my classes, one of the very first days of the school year. And it was just the most beautiful little place. It was, it's, it's a rare little pocket of quiet and calm that's rarely found anywhere else on campus. So he kept going back again and again. The Turtle Pond is one of the only places on campus where I can even somewhat feel that connection with nature. Just being able to see grass and beautiful trees and little animals in the water, it, it just, it's, it's part of the human nature that you need to, to experience that, especially when you're amid the bustling environments of the campus, concrete jungle. People need to escape from that every once in a while, and the Turtle Pond is the perfect place to do that. But then, in the spring of that year, the COVID-19 pandemic began. And Natale, like most college students, was sent home to take classes online. Oh, it was, it was miserable. It was miserable because Natale was stuck inside, away from nature. But also because he couldn't whistle. See, Natale loves music. He says it's his life. I can express myself better through song better than I ever could verbally, if that makes sense. But since I can't play an instrument, my only outlets for doing that would be to either whistle or sing. And I can whistle a lot better than I can sing, so that's what I do. Natale has been practicing whistling since he was five years old. And he knows about a hundred songs by heart. But he lives with his parents, and he says they've asked him not to whistle at home. And I was stuck at home, like trapped inside the house for that entire like year-long period. So in a way, I, I felt that my, my self-expression was limited in a way. So when I got back on campus, in a way, I was freed. Back on campus in 2021, the very first place Natale went was the Turtle Pond. I was so, so overjoyed to be back on campus. And I felt that the best way I could properly express that would be to do it in the best way I know how through music. So I went to my favorite spot on campus and just let the song flow out of me. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. This week, how nature can raise students' spirits. When Natale Canapa whistled for the first time at the Turtle Pond, people stopped to listen. People applauded. 
as it turns out, it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. So I decided to keep doing that. And I've since done it every day I've been on campus since then. People liked it so much that they began talking. Word of mouth kind of spread around the school, and I was surprised how quickly the rumors and legends of the Turtle Pond Whistler spread around. Natale is now a fifth-year journalism and media studies major. He's also minoring in history, and he still visits the turtle pond and whistles there every day. He posts videos of his whistling on Instagram, and he's attracted more students to the turtle pond that way. EdSource recently published a story about Natale and the turtle pond and how it all fits into a growing movement for outdoor experiences for improving student mental health. The reporter who wrote it is Noah Lyons. He's a fourth-year journalism student at San Diego State, and he's a member of our California Student Journalism Corps, which is a group of college student journalists throughout the state who work together to report and write stories for EdSource. Hi, Noah. Hi. So, Noah, just like Natale, when you first saw the Turtle Pond, you also found it to be kind of a refuge. Can you tell us about that? It just had a particular vibe to it that I hadn't experienced on the campus elsewhere. I think the first word that comes to mind is tranquil. You can hear the rustling of the leaves and the noises from the pond and people talking but not too loud. And I just found it to be a great place to get away from my schoolwork, not think about my deadlines for a little bit, and just practice mindfulness. Okay. And so when you started looking into you know this for the story, what else did you find out? Through my reporting, I found out that it was really a sanctuary from stress for a lot of people. There was one student who would only have about 15 minutes break between classes, and she took time to go to the turtle pond and sometimes was almost late to her classes because she just wanted to have those moments outside and away from all of her schoolwork. What stood out to you about Natale? I really appreciate how Natale is able to express himself in a way that brings joy to a lot of other people and also really fulfills himself. And the Turtle Pond Whistler is something that I heard around campus pretty often. And sometimes I would even walk around campus and hear whistling. And it would always get me in a good mood because I would be stressed about the 10 tests that I have later that week. But then I'm, I hear this guy whistling and I'm like, I can't be that mad right now. Um, so it was, it was great speaking to him and hearing about how the Turtle Pond was a lot deeper of a place than I thought. And it meant a lot as a place for people to express themselves, um, whether that be through song, through playing guitar, almost falling off one of the slack lines that they have set up at the Turtle Pond. So tell me how this pond came to be. Like, how long has it been there and who started it? The pond uh, was originally created in 1973 because of a lot of requests from students and faculty about having outdoor spaces. And at first it was a koi pond, and then the turtles came in and became the stars of the show. So over time it's changed a little bit, but in a lot of ways it's has that same essence that it did all those decades ago. Okay, and I know you looked into, you know, why a space like the turtle pond or outdoor spaces in general are important. Can you um, share a little bit of that? I talked to several counselors and therapists around campus, and I found that 
the mental health benefits and the physical benefits of being outdoors were so essential. And I think that becomes especially important when you're in college and you're in a stuffy classroom a lot of the time, or you're in a library in the study area till 1 a.m. So having a time to go outside and prioritize your mental health was really important. Uh, when I was doing my research, I came across a study from Frontiers in Public Health that nature exposure helps with attention, cognition, memory, stress, anxiety, alleviating all of those symptoms, and also helping with emotional stability. Um, I think a big part of it is just getting vitamin D, as simple as it sounds, and being in the sun, especially when there's a lot of places on campuses where there isn't that exposure to sunlight and nature and grass and any different things like that. I also found out that SDSU isn't the only school that's really embracing this outdoor movement with therapy and mindfulness. There's a lot of different campuses all across California who are doing similar things. For example, I grew up in Irvine and there are parks everywhere. And a lot of them are really beautiful and really calm. So they started a wellness walks program as well. And Chico, with all the trails and um, outdoor spaces they have in more of like a forested area, they embraced forest bathing as one of the practices in their counseling services. So for, for those who don't know, can you share what forest bathing is? So forest bathing was originally a Japanese practice um, where you really spend time outdoors um, in the forest and just let everything kind of wash over you. This was something that I had heard about before, but I'd never done any research into. And I thought it was really interesting how it not only had an effect on decreasing anxious feelings or stress, but also improving like how the body functions and things like that as well. One of the things that I that I noticed in the article is that Tree Wen said that more therapists are moving outdoors as well. Yes, that, that was an interesting tidbit from Tree. So Tree Wynn was an SDSU faculty member um, for the Counseling and Psychological Services. Uh, he was talking about how therapists are moving a lot more outdoors because there's providers who are engaging in things like forest bathing and also just conducting one-on-one -on -one therapy sessions outdoors. San Diego State Counseling and Psychological Services also uses the Turtle Pond as a way to reach students. They hold an event at the pond called Lunch with Luna, where students can play with the school's therapy dogs, Luna and Baxter. When Noah first got to San Diego State, he was missing his dog back home. So he decided to attend Lunch with Luna. And they have Luna running around, spending time with students, catching tennis balls. And they also have the counselors there um, to speak to a little bit. So it's a good way for students to have a low barrier to entry for psychological services because it can be really intimidating um, seeking help. But if you have a dog running around and you get to have like a bit of a mediated conversation um, with one of the counselors, I think it could be really beneficial for students. I know it was for me. Why is this so important like for this generation of students? During my research, I found that Gen Z is more stressed than any other generation. They have to deal with not finishing their high school experience because of COVID. And they have a lot of difficulties with climate change and all these different things that are percolating in the background. So they're more stressed than other generations, but they're also more willing to seek help for it and more willing to have that at the forefront of the conversation. Um, and Monica, one of the counselors I spoke to, 
she was really optimistic that Gen Z can normalize these conversations and find ways to address it, like going outdoors, which is something that wasn't as much of a conversation decades ago. Natale Canapa, the turtle pond whistler, has this message for students who might be struggling with depression or other mental health concerns. Just, just go out in nature, basically. Touch grass. And he says, find some way to express yourself. My whistling more than anything is a form of self-expression. And I feel that the more you do that, this, this is advice for anyone. Just express yourself in any way that you're comfortable and you will be happier. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools a production of EdSource. You can find Noah's story at edsource.org. You can also watch a video he took of the Turtle Pond Whistler. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guests, Natale Canapa and Noah Lyons. Our CEO is Anne Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the College Futures Foundation and the Stupski Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join us next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.